This program is sponsored by Proponacy, where I'm the president and CEO. Proponacy is the Greek word for coaching. We provide SaaS technology to centers like yours. Most contact centers struggle with their people, whether it be overcoming monotony, attrition, or getting superior performance. Our solution makes it easier and cost-effective to get even more than you could possibly have expected from your front line. The result is loyal customers, engaged employees, and winning, provable, profitable results. You can reach us at Proponacy.com. You are being forwarded to the Contact Center Coach. Have you ever heard of the term paradigm shift or there's a new paradigm out there? Paradigm means a a way of looking at something, a standard perspective, a set of ideas. And uh, when you're, you're looking at changes that occur, a paradigm shift means that something pretty spectacular or significant has shifted. So the way that we see things today is completely different than the way we saw them yesterday. I think the very first paradigm shift that I ever experienced was when the movie Jaws came out. You see, after I saw the movie that Jaws came out, my entire paradigm of the ocean shifted, and it shifted for everyone around the world that saw the movie. I grew up near the ocean. I spent a lot of time in the ocean, and if for some crazy reason you live somewhere where you've never seen the movie Jaws, I I would encourage you to watch it unless you really love swimming in the ocean and then maybe you don't want to see the movie. Anyway, we used to swim all over the ocean, way out in the ocean, but the moment that that movie hit, everybody's perspective changed and all of a sudden everybody, you could see the line of people had moved much farther in closer to shore than they ever used to be before and there was a significant paradigm shift in the way that you swam in the ocean and the way you see the ocean. And that still exists some 40 years after the movie came out. And if you've ever heard the music from the movie Jaws, you just know it when you hear it. And well, we'll let let enough be said about that. I think that America suffered a paradigm shift when Watergate came out. I think that people started to trust the government less. And of course, 911 was a pretty massive paradigm shift when you look at how airports changed and going to airports and flying on airplanes and all the security that came with it. That was a pretty massive shift in the sense that our perspective, our ideas, and the way that things occurred changed. Well, another one is certainly going to be the pandemic. There's a massive paradigm shift in where people work and the entire uh, move towards people working out of their homes. And this is this has hit every area of the workforce and certainly has hit contact centers as well. People that own houses now where there's two people working in the family now want two offices in their house so that both people can work at home but be separate. The spare bedrooms of houses are now going to have many more fold-out couches so that they can be a a second office versus just a double bed or beds in there that are taking up more space. And so there's there's a complete paradigm shift in the 
workforce. And that has hit the contact center as well. Perhaps you're a company that has had a lot of people that work from home, but but maybe not. And now there's going to be significant people working from home. And there's going to be a complete paradigm shift in, in how many times you work from home and whether you show up at the office. And everything about that has changed. And with that is going to be a, a change to contact center culture and how we drive performance and, and drive success in the contact center. And the, the culture itself is going to have to shift and there's going to have to be a paradigm shift, a new way of thinking in the contact center. So what I'd like to talk today about in the podcast is five keys to the new contact center culture. Now, all of the culture hasn't shifted, and I've done earlier podcasts on culture in the contact center, and that's all still relevant and hopefully interesting and, and hopefully engaging. But I do think that with this new contact center culture view and this new paradigm shift, we're going to have to look at things a little bit differently. Some of them are exactly the same, and some of them have gone a little deeper. So with that, let's jump right into it. Here are the five keys to the new contact center culture. First up is self-discovery. And self-discovery is basically your front line or your people that work for you telling you what's going on and and being an assertive employee that markets the good things that they've done and and literally owns their performance to the sense that they are communicating it to you and it's part of your culture that it's their responsibility to communicate to you how they're doing. And this has been something that's been a, a part of contact centers for a long time, but there's going to need to be more focus on it. And the, the, the key component of this is, is that your employees own their performance. And if you're working in a contact center where you've got a supervisor agent ratio of 0 to 12 or 0 to 15 or 0 to 25 or whatever that large number may be, it's very, very difficult already for you to keep track of what everybody is doing and also to keep track of what they're doing well. And so the concept of self-discovery means that that your employees are responsible for telling you when they've done something well. And the fabric of their day-to-day job is to tell you something and to communicate to you how they're doing. And yes, we have enough reports and measurements and recordings and analysis to choke a horse on all the things that are going on with your reps, but I'm talking about the concept of them communicating to you what they've done. And when you build a, an environment or a culture of self-discovery where your employees' responsibility is to let you know when they've done something great or maybe even when they've done something poor, assume they've come to you and told you when they've made a mistake and maybe they do, maybe they don't. But getting an employee base that's communicating to you when they've done something great is something that, that builds great culture, it builds ownership, it builds communication, and most important of all, it creates an environment where people are telling you they've done something right. Imagine your day filled with employees letting you know when they've done something right. If you've listened to any of my other podcasts, you know that I wholeheartedly believe in the sandwich approach, which is that you say something good, uh, cover a challenge or an area they need to work on and say something good. Well, here's an environment where your employees are actually starting the sandwich for you when they tell you they've done something good and when it's appropriate and and works in the particular conversation that you're having, it's a great time to say, well, man, that's really wonderful. Listen, why don't you work on getting your CSAT scores up or, hey, notice that you, you missed... Uh, 
You missed hitting your adherence numbers, so work on that. But man, I love the fact that, that you just came and told me that you did something well. Keep it up. You, you actually got a natural sandwich that will occur. So starting with a rep first, self-discovery is a key component of the new contact center culture. Uh, second is connection. And connection is something, because of the fact that we're disconnected from our employees, because we don't see them every single solitary day, we've got to have more connection and we have to be more purposeful about connection. We have to be more purposeful about communicating the company's cultures, values, and beliefs because we don't see them every day. We need to be sending stuff home almost like Amazon boxes on a regular basis that we've got things going home that communicate communicate what's going on, that we build connection with the employees. And if you think about it, one of the really great things that, that used to happen when we were younger was is that we would get a good score on a test in school. We would take that home and, and mom and dad would put it on the refrigerator. And we've talked in other podcasts about the concept of sending home something that they've done really well so that the entire family or the significant other or spouse or whoever's there can experience the success that they're having at home. And one of the great things that, that supervisors can do is, is to write a note and send it to the house. Well, now the house is also the office. So writing a note and sending it to the house, writing a card and sending it to the house that, that provides an opportunity for others to experience it and, and to see that they've done really well or something they can share if they choose to is a great way to make connection. We need to connect with them not only in not just what they've done, but what they will do. So so communicating to uh, employees on things that are coming up or things that they're getting close to or milestones or legacies or anything that shows not only what they've done, but hey, you're really, really close to having a streak of 25 in a row or you're really close to getting your thousandth or five thousandth or ten thousandth perfect score. Keep it up. Keep doing it. Leaderboards, participation boards, activity updates, shout outs, peer-to-peer recognition, all these things create connection, which is critical to culture. And we need to have more teams than ever. And not just the supervisor team that you have, but teams that are related to uh, connections that you make. It might be favorite TV shows or the Super Bowl team that they're voting for or whether they're more an ocean person or a lake person or your favorite sport or your favorite outside activity or the types of books that you like to read or the types of music that you are. Anything that we can do that creates teams, that creates connection, is valuable and builds culture. How many different intentional things are you doing to create connection? If it's not something that you're doing on a regular basis, it's something you need to be doing because connection reduces attrition, connection improves performance, connection improves uh, employees' attitudes and, and how they feel about the organization, and everything about connection is positive and something that you need to do to build culture. Third up is a, is a new one, and that is repetition. Repetition needs to be part of a successful culture, and I'm not just talking about the repetition of taking the same call over and over again every single solitary day. You see, there, there are no more signs at home. There's no more quick huddles. There's no more walk-bys. There's no more pictures. So all the things that we used to do to try to create some repetition, to try to create some, 
some connection with the company or or a value or an attitude or a success or a celebration or some sort of legacy reminder. You can't do that because they're at home. So there needs to be more of more of those type of repetition where we where we repeatedly go back and remind people of what's been done or what's occurred. And it's going to have to be done in innovative and different ways. There, there's more distraction at work now that you can't see anymore. The distractions that are occurring in the home, we don't even know what they are. So our ability to be able to repeat and, and, uh, and help our employees retain and remember and reinforce and, and do are things that we're going to have to do in a repetitive fashion. So burst training becomes important and burst communication, short bursts of reminders, uh, short bursts of quizzes, short, short bursts of, of training, short bursts of gifts or reminders or uh, celebrations of success that allow people to re- remember over and over again. I think that you need to be telling people 10 times more often than you were when they worked in your worked in your facility about whatever it is that's important to you whether that's their KPIs whether that's a reinforcement of training whether that's something that that reinforces a company value i think you need to be doing it 10 times more we need to have a repetition that's occurring over and over and over again. Are you communicating your KPIs 10 times more than you were before? That's going to be a part or a key of a successful contact center culture. Next up is real conversations. We're having fewer conversations with our employees when they're not with us. The ability to, to, to have a talk at the water killer or sit down with them for lunch or or even get together with them face to face for 15 minutes, it's we're gonna have fewer of those. So we need to be better than ever at having real conversations. The conversations that we have need to be deep and wide. We need to be able to make a, con- a connection really quickly. And that's going to require you to build a database and to understand who your employees are so that you can have these conversations with them and you can you can communicate with them. We need to get right to it in these fewer conversations that we're having. We need to be direct and we need to be adult. Just as a, a side note, the, 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 the millennials, the, this new generation of employees, the Zs, they're, they're, they're looking for innovation and growth and, and they're looking to progress quickly in an organization. So these real conversations that talk about their growth, that talk about um, uh, um, how they can progress quickly in the organization and learn and grow, not only in, in your environment, but in others, is really critical to success. And, and oh, by the way, you're already a professional communicator, but the fact that you can't see their face means that you need to use your verbal skills of acknowledging and smiling and repeating and affirming and confirming and summarizing. You're going to need to use those to be able to have these real conversations. Remember, your window is smaller, so the time that you've got is valuable, and we need to make sure that the real conversations that we're having is something that that is occurring and you're getting the most out of it. How good are you at having real conversations with your employees, whether it be a rose, whether it be a daisy, whether it be a weed? When you're done communicating in your 15-minute or 20-minute weekly communication that you have, or maybe it's every two weeks... How well have you done in that environment to be able to make sure that you're having a real conversation that you've also 
create an environment where you're really listening to them and, and you're hearing them and you know what it is their their needs are and what's important to them and also being able to weave between the business and the personal and creating a connection with them. Real conversations are the fourth key to uh, 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 the new contact center culture. And fifth is simply potluck dinners, real ones. We're going to need to get together often. The, the, the after work uh, uh, cocktail hour or non-cocktail hour, the the lunch, the potluck dinner, the the coordination of pizza, they need to be planned, they need to be organized, and they need to be useful. And if you don't have a budget for those now, you need to plan ahead to have a budget because if you're not going to see these folks because they're working out of their home, you're going to have to have some sort of planned significant times when they get together. Perhaps you're also an organization that's going to have people come in you know, uh, work four days at home, come in one day of the week, work two weeks at home, come in for one day of the week, whatever that combination is, when they're together, that potluck dinner, that time to connect, that time to share, the time to get to know people, that time to build a connection with your peers is is more critical than ever and one of the key components of, of a new contact center culture. And when we when we have those potluck dinners, we're obviously trying to connect um, we're obviously trying to reinforce. I'm sure you're probably going to do some sort of training when they come in. So all of these 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 moments, these new moments that we have that fewer or far between are really, really important. I, I, I guess the best example that I can give you is, is that um, I'm not quite sure where you are in life, but if you have aging parents, you find that that every conversation with them becomes more and more important because you're not sure that you're going to have you're going to have another one or you're not sure how much longer you're going to have another one. So the the bucket list, the things that you've always wanted to do with your parents, the things that you've always wanted to say to your parents become more important and you begin to measure your time with them as, wow, did I do everything that I wanted to do? Did I say everything to my mom and dad that I wanted to? Or maybe it's a grandparent. And, and, and those real conversations, those times when we're together become more important. And, and if you think of it in those terms, you know, it, it, you're, you're more than likely going to see them again, but the concept of using those times, using the time that you have as precious and, and using it to the best of your ability is significant and important. Well, there you go. Those are the five keys to the new contact center culture, self-discovery, connection, repetition, real conversations, and potluck dinners. And just so that I can embrace this new paradigm shift, I always tell you them once. I'm going to tell you them twice today. They are self-discovery, connection, repetition, real conversations, and yes, potluck dinners, real ones. Well, there you go. Uh, it was great to talk to you this week. I hope you can use these five keys uh, for new contact center culture. Uh, listen, I know you're capable of being a great leader. It simply requires effort and and attention to detail on your part. So just go ahead and do that this week. Be great this week. I know you can. Look forward to talking to you next week. Bye-bye now. You are being forwarded to the contact center coach.